Okay, so we didn't really do the intro yet. Well, here's the intro. Hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to Damage Control, where we're just trying to control our damage. Yep. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Okay, push the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss Imani. Hello. How's it going? Good. I feel a lot. More, I, I feel a lot Good. better. Yeah. <laughs> Last recording. You recovered? Okay. You doing good? I feel like not. I mean, yes. I feel like yet last week. I'm mean, not last week. When was it? Our last ago. episode. Yes, our last episode. I just feel like it was a long day. It was a long day. It was just not. It didn't. It didn't. Um. It didn't make for good creativity, if that makes sense. But you know, we we it, we all have those days. <laughs> it's it's fine. Yes, we're good. We're here. We're ready to party. It's like a towel. If you put a towel in dirty water, then when you squeeze it, dirty water comes out. My day was hmm. dirty water. I've never. And heard I of was that. the towel. Oh. And <laughs> I hope the towel is all washed and ready to go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Good. Good, good. What's going on? What's new? Give me all the updates. All the updates. I'm one year older. Yes. I'm 23 people. Wait, did Listen. I not text you on your birthday? When was your birthday? The day after we recorded. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't text you. That's I didn't okay. know it was your birthday. A lot of people don't know when my birthday is. I didn't even. <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy birthday. Thank I feel you. like the worst friend. It's okay. How? I, it, oh my gosh. I, I think feel the so only. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, visual update on Robin. She's sitting now with oh her hand my. over her face. And I she's feel like an like awful tomato human. red. <laughs> well, because like you remembered my birthday. You got me a gift. You were just so sweet. Yeah, but and i didn't even know it was your birthday okay i'm putting it in my phone I right don't, now i don't do things like that based on wanting people to remember my birthday but i would have loved to wish you happy birthday imani thank you i'm gonna get you a gift i am a very if you guys haven't picked up on this yet i'm a very low-key person i don't really i'm not into the showy flashy my birthday is in five weeks countdown on instagram type i'm uh, not i don't like that no i and i don't remind people that it's my birthday i'm not gonna bring it up in conversation i just don't do that matter of fact i took my birthday off of facebook i just made it hidden so people couldn't just randomly wish me happy birthday and that's the only time i hear from them all year like it just something about that peeves me but i would have loved to have gotten a notification it's imani's birthday yeah that's what i thrive off of for friends yeah <laughs> and most people do which is why most people forget my birthday which is fine i feel like there's <laughs> like you gotta you win some and you lose some like i feel like the only my family remembered my birthday but that's pretty much it like most of my friends most of my friends texted me after i posted on instagram which was at like 10 or 11 at night because we we had like a birthday dinner and oh my gosh i didn't even see the post so i 
Oh my gosh. So I just posted like the little yard house thing and they, they did this cute little writing and chocolate and I that's that's it. Like that's all I posted. And then at like eleven PM like text started rolling in, like, Oh my gosh, happy birthday, blah blah blah. Yeah. And really what I wanted to respond is I know you forgot and I know you saw my Instagram post in this <laughs> I didn't say that. I was very I'm so bad. I was very with um, birthdays nice in my responses however i just like i it doesn't i don't care when people forget my birthday it's not a big deal i actually um i feel like only one of our friends kind of will understand this next statement that's going to come out of my mouth i think that i prefer people forget my birthday and my phone not be blowing up on my birthday than people all remember it and i have to respond all day Mm. to like texting calls i don't like that yeah no, I understand that. So. And you feel rude if you don't respond right away. and Yeah. Usually yeah. all day on my birthday, my phone's on do not disturb and I respond the next day. But anyway, yeah. uh, that was fun. I quit on my birthday. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, you quit the next day? Yeah, I literally quit the next it? day. How did they take it? Were they surprised? Well, Were they shocked? Um, My boss was getting a promotion that I worked with. So he kind of was like, this isn't really my problem per se. Like he's moving to a new region. But I just told them like I have other things lined up that require a response like ASAP. Mm. So I because I didn't give them I didn't give them a two weeks notice. Don't hey, listen to my um, advice on quitting a job. No, don't do that. I don't I don't quit jobs. This is the first job I've ever quit. But. Um. I got I had another job lined up that they wanted me to start on Monday and I was like if I like there's no way for me to do both of these jobs so enterprise has to go like it's just not gonna work so I just told them that and they were super understanding both my bosses are super cool loved working for both of them but new adventure new adventure yeah and i have i i don't know there's no work-life balance with that job it's all work it was like 60 plus hours a week yeah which is cool if you want to if you want like a corporate job and you want to work your way up a ladder enterprise is great for that that's just not what i want to do with my life yeah and that's okay and 60 hours a week and you don't get enough sick days you don't get (laughs) you don't get enough days off i just was like this there's no balance here and i don't i don't like living an imbalanced life like that yeah so i quit well and i'm really happy about it good i'm happy that you're in a better place yes yes what else did i put here um going to vegas going or when going 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 oh my gosh when we're going on saturday oh my gosh i'm so excited for you and i i wanted to my mom just she takes everything i say to the max in the best way i just told her i wanted to go to like morongo for the weekend my birthday weekend and she was like that's not a vacation we should go on a whole trip and so she planned a trip 
to vegas how fun instead so we're gonna go for a week and i'm really excited about that a week in vegas there's so much to do yeah i love vegas and i haven't been to vegas since i've been 21 wait so, you haven't been legal no ever? oh no, my god! i've only ever been to vegas as a underaged <gasps> child it is so much fun i know Pe- vegas has a bad rep for a lot of things but Who you can cares? have come on you can have fun and not do all the crazy stuff there is so i can give you a list literally i have yeah, a list give me a list of things to do it is one of my favorite places to go because there's always something to do and i love gambling i see <laughs> and i've never gotten i've only ever gambled on like my phone i can teach you blackjack <laughs> and it's not the same it's just an app i i'm a i'm a blackjack enthusiast unfortunately tell me i my brother loves blackjack it's so much fun I've learned to play poker. Shout out to Connor Durkin. I don't know if you listen to this. Oh my gosh. But he taught me how to play poker a couple of years ago. I like and poker too. I have not I don't think I've I think I might have lost one time. Wow, look at you. Oh yeah, because they used to have like poker nights and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. It's so fun. I yeah. love it. But we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated on whether or not I win some money or lose all my money. Just make sure to bring the rule. The golden rule for Vegas with gambling is always bring something. Always bring the amount that you're comfortable with losing. Yep. So if you are cool with losing a hundred bucks, only bring a hundred bucks. And you also want to know another trick? Leave your debit card in the hotel room. <laughs> if you really want to get crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a good idea. That's what I Could do. Could you imagine waking up and you've emptied your bank account? it's easy it's so easy that's why i take out a certain amount of cash and i just roll with what i got and then if i lose it all great if i don't great exactly it's so much fun i know too many people who will be up like three thousand dollars and then blow everything yeah i'm like look if i was up three thousand dollars i'm that's it i'm you're upset i'm done i'm done yeah Oh, I'm so I'm so excited for you. Yeah. If anybody really wants to excited. go to Vegas, please let me know. I will go with you. We'll plan a whole trip. Oh, I freaking love Vegas. Yeah, I'm excited. And my sister's 21 too. So oh, fun. And okay. she has. Well, I think she's been since she's been 21. It's just so much better. But when still, everybody's. Little. I'll have a partner in crime besides my parents. Good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yay! 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 Yep. Fun, fun. I don't know why I put this other thing down here. So. I just I am drawing a oh I've been working on my writing yeah and I'm I have met so many cool people like so many cool creatives the other reason I quit my job was because that is something that I feel very passionate about and I didn't have time to do it right and I just yeah and I just I feel like I don't know how to how to describe this I feel like when I'm not operating in a creative space enough i just feel like nothing is going right like I, if i don't have a creative outlet everything just goes wrong in yeah. my life like it just feels i feel like writing is how i how i process a lot so if i'm not writing i'm probably not processing much so anyway i met these cool people and they are singer songwriters um photographers videographers they just do all kinds of stuff randomly went to this party with my sister because she asked me to go and they just do so much cool stuff and so i have some cool projects in the works 
Oh, fine. That I'm really excited about. Stay tuned, everyone. Yes. I oh. feel like you're all going to see a whole new side that you didn't know existed. I'm excited to see it. Yay. Yeah, that's one thing that me personally being a part of the creative space, surrounding yourself with people who have not maybe the exact outlet, but a similar creative outlet is so inspiring to be around because, I mean, for me, I have friends from, you know, producers, graphic designers, photographers, everything around the board and seeing their work like on Instagram or sharing something with me, it drives me to do better like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh that was so cool i want to make something cool Mm -hmm. and you constantly just go back and forth off of each other it is so healthy i think and so fun because there's no other really like it's just such a special little bond you have with all other people it's so much fun that's so good i'm happy that you're connecting yeah i'm very excited i'm excited to see the book soon i already know what i want to title it oh do you really yeah okay you don't have to let me tell you I when I have a project that I want to do it it's always in the works like I when we said we wanted to do a okay I've been wanting to do a podcast we both have yeah but prior to us even brainstorming all of that how many do you remember how many names I gave you for a possible podcast yeah there's a lot we went through a like lot. I exactly like I I like am very um Type A in that way. I don't know if that's the correct description. I don't really know what people. (laughs) I don't really know what people mean when they say type A personality. But I think it's the kind of person who is like has direction and like plans things out. Yeah. Very organized. Structured. On top of things. Yes. I need structure. So I like have all that stuff up here before it ever hits paper. Yeah. Generally. That's good. That's good. That's Stay good. Tuned, everyone. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, me too. What's new with you? Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like so much yet nothing at all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's new with me? So I'm currently, uh, potentially most likely going to be getting a new position at my job. Um, we're working through hiring somebody to take my place and then going, me going into another position. Um, so that's been a lot, but it's been good. It's, it's been tough because it's a transition, but it's really good. And then, um, a lot of new video opportunities have been coming up too. I, I met this wedding planner, shout out to my friend, Megan. Um, I worked with her at my friend's wedding or a client's wedding and um, me and her just like hit it off. And I was like, hey, if you ever need anything for a video, like let me know. And her and her wedding planning team, because there's like a team of them, um, I connected with all of them. And there's just been so many cool opportunities coming out of that relationship. And like it was so natural and everything. So it's been really cool to see where videos going and everything. And yeah, wedding season is upon us. It's yep. like, whoo. It's coming. It's coming. So it's been really cool, one, to document, you know, my clients' wedding, but also see my friends' wedding and everything going through. It's coming up quick. Like, I'm not joking. So many bridal showers, bachelorettes, and everything. It's outrageous. But it's been really fun. It's really fun. And then 
I just got back from Glamis actually. If you guys don't know, Glamis is like um like a sand dunes uh, amusement park for us. <laughs> it's so much fun. If you've never been, I will take you. It's about four hours south. Um, I was gonna say, where even is that? Yeah. I've literally never. The only reason I know what that is is because of your stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty much on the border of Mexico. So you go really, really far down to a town called Brawley, and then you make a left, and you go into all these big sand dunes. It's massive. It's absolutely massive. You can look up, look up Glamis on Google Maps, and it's just this big pile of sand. You can actually draw or ride into Mexico, and then you can see like the wall and everything. It's pretty cool. Like the like it's like a it's a little fun place where we go, but. Yeah, I just went with my dad and my uncle, and we just explored a little bit. We went to this place. If you guys ever go, there's this place called the Oasis, and it's this random um, natural hot spring in the middle of all these dunes. And so we went, and oh my gosh. So, like I mentioned, it's a natural hot spring. So we got there, and there's all these naked people (laughs) sitting in this pool of this bubbling Ah. water and it's surrounded by all these palm trees and it looks really cool but we because we my friend told me about it she's like oh you gotta check it out it's really cool and we got there and there's literally this old guy just full-on nude and then he got up and just showing the world all of his all those lovely little accessories and then there's like this little boy like three years old running around naked and then there's like this teenager walking around naked. it's like a whole family affair and so we got there and we were just like, okay, this is cool. We're not going to go any closer. We I, didn't thought even... you, I thought you were going to say you guys got in it. So we stripped down, joined the party. No, no, we, we checked it out. It was cool, but we, we left. Do you know, that's such an American like thing. Like in another country, that would mean absolutely nothing. Like you would just like, it'd be so normal for you to join. Like it wouldn't yeah. actually like in Japan, like we went to um an onsen, which what is, is that? like a it's like a spa basically. It's like a um I don't know what the word directly translates to, but it's basically like a bathhouse. Oh like, okay. It's you take a shower before you get into like the actual public part. Like you take a shower, they have like a little shower room. And then you can go to like, they have like hot water. It's almost like a pool and it's outside. It's like hot water. There's one with cold water. There's like a warm water one. There's one that's kind of like a jacuzzi. But everybody's naked. You can't wear clothes there. Did you go naked? Yes. yes. And it was awesome. It was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Really? And, and not only that, but I went with like our um mission team yeah so people this is like you people know. you know yeah this is people you know and like for the longest time like the entire time we were in japan we were like we're not going to the onsen we're not going we're not going we're not going and all the like all the students we met in japan were like you have to go you have to go you can't come here and not go so our debrief this is like after six weeks we were like we're just gonna go we're just gonna go it's not gonna be weird we're just gonna do it oh i went there twice Oh my I went gosh. the I went I went once and then I was like we had we had one more day left and I was like I have to get back in this onsen before I get on the plane. Interesting. It's amazing, but it's not a weird thing there. Here it is. Yeah. I don't know if, 
I, I don't know if I would go here, but yeah, we well, I was with my dad and my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. even worse. Like I wasn't, we weren't gonna do anything. Yeah, that's true. It was cool. Like we got to see it because I've heard so much about it. So it's cool to see it in person. But it was just kind of a weird thing out in the middle yeah. of the desert, just butt naked. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Maybe another time when nobody's there but by myself. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It was kind of the last trip of the season because it starts to get hot. So it was really fun. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, the desert gets hot so quick. So a lot of the times Easter's the break. Like Easter's where we mm-hmm. transition out of winter sports and go into our summer sports. But What are the summer sports? Uh, We have a boat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so we we try to Did make out to ha- we go to lake havasu uh-huh. and we do water skiing tubing um just boating around we have a bunch of friends that live out there so we stay out there then we keep our boat out there nice but yeah it's really fun it's it's uh, we grew up on the same boat it's been in our family for 25 years so it's it's really fun highly recommend going to havasu it's a party let me tell you havasu is a party <laughs> don't go on busy weekends because it's dangerous do not was, go on yeah. busy it's people get drunk and drive boats like i've had so many friends get hurt like literally get their arm cut off by the propeller kind of thing like it just it's not worth it don't go on big weekends but it's fun like go the key is to go the weekend after the big weekends because everybody just went that weekend you know yeah but it's a lot of fun it's a little family. And that's that's like is that Utah or Arizona? It's Arizona. It like, okay. Have you heard of Parker? No. Parker. Mm-mm. Um, well, it's 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 about three and a half four hours away, uh, from here towards. I don't honestly know how far it is, like from Phoenix. I'm not sure. It's like I have... it's like really because it's on the border of California and Arizona. Because yeah. you can like half of the lake is on one side and half of the lake's on yes. the other. Yes, yes. I remember. Okay, my uncle used to live in Lake Havasu. Yeah, it's a fun town. But I've never been there. Oh, it's really fun. It's really fun. Highly recommend it. But yeah, so we're excited to to eventually go into those. But yeah, it's a fun time. I've never been. See the. What's so interesting to me is that uh, you do all kinds of stuff that literally my family would never do. Why wouldn't they do it? They just don't. It's just like out of their context. Like in the summer, we go on vacations. Like that's what we do. Like we, one summer when I was younger, we probably, I think we went on like six vacations. In a oh year. my gosh. That's so many. How yeah, fun. It is. But usually we don't, We. I mean, we don't go like far. My mom is the queen of finding cheap vacations that are very nice she's the most um bougie yet frugal person i know like she wouldn't when people say they book cheap vacations usually you think of like you're slumming it you got a duffel bag and that's like you just you know you're there for the exploration my mom is there for the comfort so we always stay in nice places and she always gets steals but we just go to like Palm Desert. We stay in the there room. There you go. Maybe go to the pool, eat a lot of good food, but we don't do like extreme sports. Oh, okay. There. <laughs> a little different. My dad, his favorite thing to say is, um, <laughs> he was like, he was oh, he was watching this video of a guy who um was skiing 
an avalanche on the side of a mountain. Oh, goodness. And my dad was just like, why would you do this? This is stupid. This is asking to die. So in his mind, he's just like, this is why you don't go skiing. Like, there's no in between of like, it's either an avalanche and you're falling down the hill or you don't go. Makes sense. No, it makes sense. (laughs) So we just grew up not doing that stuff. Well, the thing is too, like we used to do vacations occasionally, like week vacations in the summer or something, but our family dynamic was a little different because my dad owns his own business and he Mm -hmm. was, he worked a lot. Like he really wasn't around too much because he started his own business when I was born. So he was getting it off the ground and like really, really hustling for the first 10, 15 years of my life. So we lived for weekends, like those little trips to the desert, the trips to the lake, like mm-hmm. that was the time with dad. And that was our, you know, that's kind of like yeah. was our staple. I don't know. My childhood memories are all weekend trips to, mm-hmm. to the desert or to the lake. So it's something that it was just because our family dynamic was different. Yeah. So every family has their own thing, but mm-hmm. that's just our stuff. But yeah, everyone's different. Yes, sir. So, um, should we get into our music discoveries, favorite segment? (gasps) What you got this week? This week, we're getting into, I picked this group because... Love them. We're getting into spring, summertime. Yep. I have a great playlist that's mostly them and similar artists, but um, I got for you guys this week common kings and common kings is a is a i don't know if they're considered reggae hold on okay i don't want to make a big sound oh you're good i don't know if they're considered no. reggae i think that they are more um maybe like- islander type like I'm going to see what Apple Music classifies. I don't know if it's like indie alternative. Oh, it's not. I don't think it's that at all. But it's like. It's it's um, it's definitely reggae type. I don't know if it's reggae. I would I would more classify that as reggae, not uh, because if you look up other similar artists, it's maybe reggae. I think you might be right. It's like you're going to get people who are reggae they're under sunshine reggae playlist pop style reggae if you if you look up their albums they're all under the genre of reggae on apple music i just didn't think they were that but yeah i guess so they are amazing phenomenal i love them i've if you have known me all of college you probably have heard me talk about them high school you definitely did i some of my friends in high school and I have been trying to go to a concert of theirs for a long time. We haven't gone we haven't gone yet, but I'll go with you for sure. Yeah. They they perform at like One Love Festival, which is a reggae festival. That's why I was saying they're probably reggae because they're most of the stuff I see them performing at is reggae. But anyway, oh, okay. they um they have a lot of good songs. If you want a whole album they have an album. It's called Hits and Misses. And it's so creative the way they spell it. It's like hits and misses is uh-huh. spelled like M-R-S. And it's just great. Is this the there's, album? There's so many good ones. 
Um, their newest single is Happy Pill, which I love. I haven't heard that one. Um, it's just like very chill. It's one of those songs that like has a really good message, but it's just it's just it's just good, guys. You just gotta listen to it. And then um, since I woke up, also oh, a good one. Th- Wait, what is that? I've been uh, you mm-hmm. since I woke yes. up. Yes, uh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Then wait in your water is like oh, the classic one. Twenty four seven. That was good actually one. the wait in your water was actually one of the first I think songs that you and me were like wait you know that song wait you know that song wait yeah we we both know this and at the time they weren't too crazy they were pretty Ooh. like they were they weren't that popular they were popular they were during popular that in time high school. yeah I didn't think they were that they've big been, they've been popular for a long time but it just depends like what setting you're in like all of my friends in college didn't know anything about common kings my friends in high school we all i would say at like seven out of ten of my friends in high school knew who they were okay. but it just depends where you are like i, I went to school in long beach yeah i think it's definitely the um, and the was, environment there was a lot of um there was a lot of pacific islanders at my school yeah would make sense that they know who it is but anyway that's who i got for you guys you guys have to listen to them It'll put you in a good summer mood. Yes, 100%. Is it my turn? Yep. Okay, so mine this week is this gal. She is absolutely killing it. Her name is Queen, and I think it's called Herbie, Queen Herbie, but she spells Queen Q-V-E-E-N. She is absolutely phenomenal. She's a female rapper. I'm currently going through a female rapper phase. And because I noticed, so like I mentioned before, I've been going to the gym with my brother-in-law, Dylan, and like we're mainly like lifting. So I used to do like a little bit of weights here and there, but mostly cardio whenever I did the gym. And he's actually almost kind of training me in a way. Um, And I've never done crazy lifting before. And so I just put on my normal like hype twerk playlist when I was doing it. And then I found her and whenever I listened to her, I just felt like all this female confident energy kind of like fill me. And I felt like it sounds so stupid, but I actually did better when I had like her music going on. Mm -hmm. So if you guys ever want to feel like a badass bitch, like put her on. I literally have a playlist called Just That and majority of it is her. Definitely check it out. But she has such a flow about her that is um so smooth and so just like impressive like for instance one of my favorite songs by her is called cheap talk and just listen to how how her flow is like she's impressive at least in my opinion she and she's look at her vibe look at her face i know i just googled her like she is one of the if you guys just check like google her she has one of the coolest just aesthetics i'm just fangirling 100 percent over her um i recommend checking out the song mint vitamins and then the one i just played was cheap talk um she definitely makes you feel very powerful and like you know a lot of girl power so just want to give her some hype thanks for helping me lift queen herbie 
I'll have to check her out. I've not heard of her. I like, I I like rap. I'm a big rap fan. Yeah, same. So, but when I like my female rapper, nobody will ever top Nicki Minaj in my opinion. Ever. Like, yeah. oh my god, she just has she, a certain sound ooh. you can't beat. I love Nicki Minaj. I don't know what I was doing listening to her in seventh grade. Somebody should have been paying attention, but <laughs> like, uh, well, because you know, like what at, she rocks about time, and stuff. Like at that time, I feel like at that for that time frame, like 2011, 2012, like Meg the Stallion couldn't be who Meg the Stallion Not is. Not yet. Cardi B couldn't be Not who yet. Cardi B is now. If Nicki Minaj wasn't Nicki Minaj, like that's just it. But she was. I, like when I listen to some stuff now, I'm like, hmm, I was definitely I knew all the words to this. Like yes, as a sixth grader, I play like I have a throwback. Bedrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like because I have a throwback playlist, and I my uncle actually my I think he's 50 now, but he he me and him go back and forth on this playlist he loves this playlist and i have like sexy can i bedrock yeah. cyclone you know all the classics and i'm singing them with him around the campfire wall and glamis and everything and my dad's sitting right there and i'm just singing these words and i'm like hmm <laughs> this is not appropriate to be singing one 10 years ago and two in front of my father and my yeah. but my uncle's vibing like he loves it it's so funny but like yeah i i had no idea what all those what everything meant oh my goodness see that's what and that's why <laughs> that's that's crazy to me because like so much of that stuff i'm like i had no idea no idea but now like i still am like I, 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 my sister and I had a really funny conversation. We were like, at what age is it not acceptable to listen to this anymore? Like, when does this become too much? I would say probably when you have kids, but I've still oh, probably, I wouldn't, I'd I keep would going until I die. I would still listen to it. Just not probably in the presence of children. Yes. But that, that's like what we were talking about last week, where it's like, it's always going to be something crazy like imagine meg the stallion meg the stallion even 10 years ago would be like a little much she's still a lot for some people yeah but when i look at like the transition from like nikki to meg i'm like it's not as crazy not of a shock yeah yeah but i just it's always funny listening to like those childhood things all that to say i love female rappers yes so we i love the wreck Yes. So, kind of speaking about rappers, I guess. Um, going into a little bit of pop culture, Mr. Lil Nas X had a uh, new yes. <laughs> had a new little video and song come out. How do you say it, Mon Montero? Montero? I honestly don't know. I think it's Montero. Montero. But I could be wrong. Have you seen the video? I only saw bits and pieces. Okay. I only saw the controversial parts, so I didn't watch the whole video. Okay. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Okay, I haven't seen the whole thing. I felt like I was on ecstasy while watching it. Really? Because it's very... Well, okay, first off, I respect the amount of work it takes to complete a piece of art like that. Because, like, the amount of outfits, the amount of hair and makeup he went through, the amount of editing and um, digital effects that went into it, that was not an easy video to make. 
So whatever the message may be about the song, I definitely respect how much time and effort it took for those creative directors and people to actually produce that video because, I mean, there are so many different scenes and environments and just, like, you had to be, I'm just curious what their thought process was going through the idea of each scene because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're kind of just random and kind of weird but 100% respect the art the actual message of the song I don't know it's a little it's a little I honestly like can't say exactly what the message is because I'm still confused I was more shocked by the video than anything he's just very he's out there he's he's making a making a plant but he's a genius at marketing oh yeah absolute genius because and then he did you see his his nike mm-hmm. absolute his nike um partnership or what's it called collaboration but it's not even nike nike is suing them wait it's not nike wait 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 it, yeah, it is. is it is but it, they're using it without nike's permission is a, no. according to nike wait i didn't know this yeah that's part of the huge thing behind the shoe that it's like Nike didn't endorse this. What? Yeah, because everybody was like, F Nike, how could you be doing this? And like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, okay, first off, um, like Kanye, there is this there's this conspiracy theory that Kanye only ran for president to promote his two albums when um ghost not ghost is it ghost town no no no. yay mm-hmm. and um could see ghost came out there was that whole controversy so it could be him promoting this just for the shoes but i think he's an absolute genius marketer i have to give him that credit yeah definitely and i feel like i mean i didn't see the whole video but i've listened to the song and i feel like Obviously, Lil Nas X is, I believe he's identifies as gay, right? I think so. Okay, so, and he, I don't know if he grew up in the church, but he's obviously had some run-ins with the church that haven't been positive because he tweeted, of course, the church is in an uproar. They are like going in. How could you like market satan like this yeah and like you have one drop of blood in your shoes which who even knows if that's true or not i don't know you, like we swear up and down all these things in the media is not true but you believe that this man put a drop of human blood in all of his pairs of shoes that's what we it don't, says we don't know if that's true but i mean whatever D- beside the point um he was saying like i honestly i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that this is like the his videos a cry for help per se but i just think that like it's very obvious that he was hurt by the church because of how he identified as a gay black man that's hard and i mean i don't know what kind of church he grew up in so i can't like speak to that but he tweeted let me let me find this because i i just thought it was interesting because of course most people's like first response is like oh my gosh how could he do this 
And I do think that it's a little off-putting, especially if you are not, um, if you don't spend time in a, like a creative space. Like, I feel like it's very easy to like take what you see as face value and immediately just be like, no. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a deeper point to what he was saying. I agree. I don't think it was just like, I worship Satan and like, I don't think it was that. And I I feel like that's kind of how people have responded. But he said, um, where is this? Uh, 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 uh. And it says he only sold 666 of the shoes. Yeah. Which I, that's just, that'll automatically get people riled up. Yeah. It's all about exclusivity nowadays, too. Like he said, um, yeah. this is really annoying. I want to find this. Time. Yeah, it says drop a drop of blood in the sole of each shoe. And then Nike filed a federal trademark infringement lawsuit Monday against the company that released the sneakers. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> Nike said they didn't endorse it, which That's, also I'm curious what his angle was with like with that. I don't know because obviously you know, like you have a team, you know mm-hmm. that's not going to go well. So I'm curious if it honestly went to get more publication. I don't know. See marketing, I'm telling you because you know Nike's gonna Nike's gonna Nike's that's gonna, gonna, do gonna draw a lot of yeah. He said he said I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of this. Because because of the things you guys preached would happen to me because I was gay. So I hope you're mad, stay mad, feel the same anger you teach us to have toward ourselves. Oh my goodness. Which hurt. That's what I'm saying. Like, I realize that, like, we can look at something as, as face value and we can look at what he did and be like, how dare he blaspheme the church like this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like you can take that route. But also... I just feel like he's hurt. I don't feel like it was meant to be like a slap. Like an F you to the church. Yeah, I don't think it was that. I think it was just like, if you objectively look at the church and their relation to the LGBTQ plus community, it's not great. Yeah. They don't have a great track record. So if you take somebody who grew up in that and... (laughs) And fast forward a couple years, now they've they've like come into who they are and they felt unaccepted by you and hurt by you. I just feel like that's more kind of the angle he was taking. Not yeah. not to not to just like I don't know. I just feel like people are missing the message. Yeah, I would like to I mean, I know there are people are going frame by frame mm-hmm. and kind of putting a theory together and i'd be very interested to see what people come up with but like like giving Satan the lap dance like yeah. that whole thing I, and like i'm just curious i'm very curious like what he wanted to portray and what he wanted to come on yeah come at all come, what he wanted it to come off as mm-hmm. i'm very curious yeah because that's like obviously if even if you are involved in a church if you're not like it's still something that's shocking yeah and it is that's why i feel like he did it and i th- like, I think so too i, I think it's like marketing that's why he did it 
but also like the messages that so many people are told from the church like you're gonna go to hell like if you're dealing with this or you live this lifestyle you're going to hell there's nothing like that is taught to a lot of people Uh, and like that's not all like it just can be it can be communicated in a very unloving way yeah like it just doesn't always come off very well and so i feel like part of it was like if you told me like i'm gonna go to hell for being who i am like now here's a a video imagery of literally all the things you told me are gonna is gonna happen to me yeah and so i feel like it almost is like you're this upset by like viewing this on your phone screen or computer screen or whatever but imagine like being told that that's going to happen to you in real life Mm. you're this upset by that but imagine like a 12 year old kid being told they're gonna go to hell because of the people they love or like it it doesn't like it just it's an interesting video and I feel like it's creating a lot of conversation and it's forcing people to think about like not only like creatively like what is okay but also like what have you been teaching these young kids yeah. like because you're you're a reflection of your environment mm-hmm. and I think oh, there's yeah. a lot of deflection happening and a lot of not taking responsibility for the hurt that he's like gone through yeah i just i I want him to explain yeah that's me too he he's 21 and he grew up in georgia so i mean i'm not trying to bash georgia but like i don't know what their you know looks are on a black homosexual i don't know strict i would think just based on previous events that have happened just in the last couple years in that area but yeah it says he's 21 and um yeah he came out publicly as gay in 2019 nothing too crazy but but yeah i think it's a part of your environment maybe he felt like he was stuck maybe if because like that's a very i mean not i'm not trying to generalize georgia as a state his area could have been very traditional and could have been like if you decide to go this way, you're going to go to hell. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely like it's a product of his environment. Like you were saying, could have been. There's that. I mean, there's because there's church culture. There's Southern culture. Yeah. My there's family's so from the South. They're from Alabama, which is right next door. They have some ideals and thoughts that don't make any freaking sense. My grandma thinks that it's a sin to dance. Does she really? Yes. And that's like, that's like how she was raised. Yeah. So imagine being raised your whole life to think, well, you can't, um, like you can't, and she wasn't born into like a Christian family. She didn't become Christian until she was like in her twenties. So imagine though, that's like a formative time in your life. Imagine being told you can't dance, you can't wear pants, you can't wear makeup, no jewelry, blah, 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 blah. And fully believing that that is like central to your salvation. Like, well, of course, when you have children and grandchildren and you see them dancing, it's going to terrify the crap out of you because yeah. that's what you were taught. Yeah. But there's that. And then black culture. I saw this. <laughs> this isn't really funny, but also it was funny because like 
I feel like in in a lot of black families to identify anywhere in the LGBTQ plus group is like automatically you're going to help. Like you just have blasphemed the family. Yeah. Like that's how it's, that's literally how it's communicated in a, a lot of black families. So I feel like there's so many things he's probably dealing with because I know for a fact, hopefully my grandma doesn't listen to this episode, but if she does, oh well, cause she, I mean, she told me that she told me this. She literally was like, when I was, when I was 12 or 13, I think I was 12 because I think I was still in sixth grade. She literally told me, she was like, if you ever, if you ever tell me that you're a lesbian, I'm not your grandma. Oh, wow. And I was a child. That's a heavy statement. Exactly. I'm a child. So I just feel like there's probably so much. And that has a lot to do with church culture, black culture, being from the South. And generational. Exactly. Like, Like they have they don't really have like the capacity to even think about like what is normal or what is like well, the the new i don't even want to say the new trend but just like they the don't have norm yeah they don't have any language to communicate with this generation when it comes to sexuality when it comes to sexual orientation they don't have the language they weren't taught it so i feel like it's just so much in that that of course what he what he created could be considered disturbing upsetting like all these things yes but also are you looking like an art art always refl- reflects the artist and like an emotion there yeah and yeah. like their story so like we're missing i feel like a bigger your sign mm-hmm. yeah well yeah and even going back to the generational thing like when i got my nose pierced my grandparents' oh. reaction when I dyed my hair black, my grandparents' <laughs> reaction it was just so different. I mean, Are you like, okay, Robin? Yes, honestly, and like same with my parents too. When I first, I mean, there were my dad doesn't like piercings anyway, but like when I got my face pierced, my nose pierced, they were it was really tough on them. And then we were always taught if you ever want a corporate job, you can never have tattoos. Like it's not professional enough. Every single corporate office I've been in, somebody has a tattoo because it's just it's the way the world works. And like when and like I my parents, they um, I couldn't paint my um, nails. Uh, la, I could not paint my nails black until I was like, I'm not joking, probably like 15 because in their growing up, you were goth and you were a Satan worshiper if you had black nails. See? Yeah. It's like so it's a it, nail Polish. It's nail polish, but that's what... It's not a reflection of my soul. Exactly, but when they were my age, that's what was the norm. So, like, it's just it's just kind of... Like I said, going back to last week, too, or last episode, too, what's so normal now is going to be... Is, is way more exposed or intense than what was 10 years ago and will be even less than what's 10 years to come. Yeah. So it's just wild, but, yeah, I have a feeling he, he has a lot running through his mind and I feel like he's trying to express himself in some way that like I said I respect the art because that was not an easy video to create and it took a lot of time took a lot of thought and processing but his message I'm just so curious what he wanted because call me by your name like it isn't like the the song I feel like doesn't really reflect 
the video as much in my personal opinion. Yeah. Like I just, I didn't really see how they correlated as much, but I'm just curious. I think he did a genius interview and I should, I want, I really want to watch it. I, I think he did one. Yeah. Like I was, I'm even looking at the lyrics right now. Like obviously he's talking about being with another man, which I feel like that in and of itself from what he's been communicated or what's been communicated to him that is worthy of you being in hell. So I feel like, you know, like it starts oh, off that I he, see what you're saying. like, I feel like the whole thing is literally like you start off and you think you're going to be in heaven and you end up in hell. Like, I feel like that's what's been communicated to him. So I feel like it's that and a combination of him singing about being with another man. I don't know. I hope he, um, hope he's create. doing okay <laughs> yeah because i feel like i mean people are always going to criticize art that's what they do because they don't understand and that's okay yeah like i feel like that comes along with any form of art that you do but i just i hope that he's i also know that not every like i don't know i feel like the <laughs> the people i've seen criticizing it and who are like you're gonna like i don't know i just i couldn't ever be in a mindset to tell somebody you're gonna go to hell no like i just feel like that's not that's not how it works that's not what do you hope would come out of making that statement you know it doesn't help anybody like i just feel like it's an unhelpful thing to say and i like it reminds me of um shout out to alex hansen that guy he's great but we used to have like movie nights and we used to have like really fun and crazy discussions like post movies and it would only be like four or five of us. But we've like we used to talk about that all the time where it's like even if you think something is theologically wrong, like obviously the Bible is very clear on some things that are right and wrong, but it's also very clear about loving your neighbor. Exactly. Like I feel like there are some things a lot that's happening in the world right now is like there's a, such a lack of love yeah like you you're more concerned about your being right or wrong and less concerned about the actual human who's on the other side of this thing you know yeah which is sad you like my mom always taught us if you go into like an intense conversation regarding your faith like remember this person's soul's on the line like don't come off as unlovable because that's not what we're called to do like don't win the conversation win the soul win the heart so i mean and then like there was this whole talk about like people just sitting in the abortion waiting room and just talking to these people and showing them love and this doesn't really correlate to this but how like they were able to win over the person and get their trust and then be able to talk to them saying hey you have a living human being in you think about it like we have a relationship now like get the relationship first and then you know talk to them about it but it's about showing love first exactly and you can't like even if that even if you sat there for 45 minutes trying to get to know this person and they still go through with it like are you still waiting for them when they come out mm -hmm. like are you still going to like be loving when you know they've done something that you don't agree with and like this whole idea of like uh like the gay community has an agenda 
and like yeah you can say what you want honestly i don't i don't i really don't care because it's neither here nor there like are you willing to be loving toward this person and not just be nice to them to their face i'm talking about actually actually loving this person well actually standing up for them when you know somebody is doing them wrong actually advocating for them when they are marginalized like are you are you willing to do that and if you're not or you or it brings up something in you that you're like i actually like can't do that because i disagree like okay well there are things in your life that most people probably disagree with that you like but we still love you anyway you know yeah like love that's a form of conditional love which is not really love at all that's control yeah so and I mean, even like as a Christian woman myself, I have a great number of friends who are gay. And one of my one of my best friends, I've known him since middle school. He is just one of the most beautiful human beings. I love that boy so much. But he knows I'm a Christian. He once was a Christian, so like we have that. He knows that I'm still, you know, on my in my relationship. And he still felt comfortable to tell me this. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I love you and I feel like I can't be myself if I don't tell you this. He said, but I'm gay. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for telling me. Thank you for, for like seeing me as me and like not letting my relationship with God stop you. Cause like, I'm still going to love you. Like I'm called to love. Like, I don't care what you're doing. Like, I'm so happy that you trusted me with this and I still love you. And I feel like that there's such a lack of love with people when it comes to the gay community. Exactly. And I feel like, but I feel like too, like, okay, this may sound like maybe controversial, but like, I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying or with what you're doing, but I will love you and I will support you as a person. Like I will support you in all your endeavors, but like, and then you may not agree with something I'm doing, but you still support me, you know? So it's such like a, a com- it's such a convert controversial thing in the christian community because obviously it's a sin but i sin every day exactly i sin and, every day and and my sin is no less than yours and your sin is no greater than mine exactly a sin is a sin and i mean and i feel like we should be like obviously i hope people listening take this with a grain of salt because i feel like i'm i'm like we're all still figuring this out and i feel like nobody's theology which yeah i feel like most people won't admit nobody's theology is a hundred percent correct it's all like how can you theology how can you sit here like something that's been very interesting which this also doesn't really have to well it does have to do with this but like everybody loves to throw around the word that's not biblical or this isn't biblical or that's not biblical. Like, I feel like on so many issues nowadays, it's like both sides are like, that's not biblical. It's like, how are we both reading the same Bible, claim to love the same God, same Jesus of the Bible, and we're ending up on two separate sides? Obviously, you have to admit that the, like everybody's theology cannot be 100% correct. Like, well, there's got to be a middle ground somewhere. Yeah. And like, I just... Well, it comes I, with respect on both sides. Exactly. Like, and are a lot you, of times that's not there. Are you able to sit down and have a conversation about these things without 
getting up because you feel like you're right and you're like are you so committed and and concerned with being right about something yep. that you can't listen and be compassionate because i feel yep. like that is oh that's the word compassion that's a problem yes like you can't you can't <laughs> that's that's like probably like one of my biggest pet peeves like if you one of my favorite people that i follow is um candace owens i've brought her up before but she's like um she's like very conservative she's black black woman and it's just interesting to me i like following her because she specifically because she thinks differently than i do on most things like you should be surrounding with people yourself with people who challenge stuff if you have if you can't give a good reason for your answers about things then you need to find some different answers like if somebody questions your answer about why Lil Nas X's video is so concerning and that makes you upset and you can't actually articulate like why this is upsetting or any of that that's that's problematic like now you're just you're just on like a one-track mind because this is what you've been told but if you never if you never leave space for questions, either other people's yeah. or your own, like you just want to be right. You don't, yeah. you're not striving to learn. You're striving to be right. Yeah. And you can't be more committed to being right than you are committed to learning about the person who's sitting in front of you. Oh, yeah. And that's like best thing I ever did. And it sounds so weird, but best thing I ever did was go to college because going to a public university, because I went to a private high school, private school all my life. So there was a very much similar one way of thinking for the most part, you know, in the environment that I grew up in school wise and going to the college that I went to, I was able to encounter so many different opinions, so many different views, so many different you know, environments, experiences, because there were so many different ways that people saw one thing. And that's why I think, I think that's the reason why I like art so much is because it's subjective. It's art. I don't care what you say. Everybody has their own opinion on art. It's, it's, it's subjective. And I love hearing what people see in it, why, and what brought them to that place. Like I could see a painting of a horse, like this painting, Right here, there's a painting of a lighthouse in our, in this room. Like, what's the first thing that you see? The sunset. Mine was the birds. Why do you think yours was the sunset? Because I love the sunset. I love... I hate birds. (laughs) I don't like birds either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, aware that they're there. So, like, yeah, and and I'm aware the sunset's there, but it wasn't your first focus. And I personally think it's it's an okay painting, it's not something that I personally would purchase, but my mother did because she thought it was fantastic. You know, so it's, I think everything's subjective and I think politics are subjective. I think religion's subjective. I think everything in the world. And I feel like that's what makes life kind of exciting though. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that everybody has opinions. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's, I feel like that's part of like the, that's like the best part of being human. Like, if you can't be around anybody because they have a different lifestyle than you or they have a different opinion or you can't stand a certain people group you're not gonna go very far 
that is a problem yes that's, it is and that's not a problem with everybody else that is a problem with, with you. you like that <laughs> that is so problematic Sir. and then you th- this is why i'm then then you have kids and then. you teach them that this is the only way to be there's no other way to be what are you going to do if your child ends up identifying as the something other than yeah something other than what you think is the proper way to be yep then what are you just going to disown your child i would hope not hope although not. people do that people do which is so like sad. your grandmother literally exactly. you're not going to be my grandchild if that that was 10 years ago but still but, it was a comment exactly it was a comment and she i'm sure she fully meant that at the time yeah but i just feel like that's like that did damage to me and yeah. I don't even identify like I don't identify as that but that's still to a 12 year old child to think like there are certain things that I could do that would make me lose my family yeah like that's heavy what that is now if I didn't have a relationship with God or like my relationship with God fell by the wayside I, that could easily be a thing like my grandma believed in God and she told me that if I ever did this, this or this, that I was like, that's it. So what kind of, what kind of God does that? That is not a, that's not a good reflection of, there's literally nothing you can do that can separate you from God. Like he tells you that. So how can, how can that be? But then all of his people are saying that if you do this, this or this, you're out. Sorry. Yeah. Mm -mm. Like we're, (laughs) And, like, that's one thing, too, just to kind of shout out to my church, Sandals Church, out in Riverside. They have a couple campuses. But that's one thing that our pastor, he's like, I don't care if you're gay. I'm happy you're here. You know, he's like, I'm here to love you. I'm here to talk with you. Like, I'm treating you here as a normal person, as anybody else. And I'm happy that you feel safe here. And that's one thing that I respect so much about my church is that he's not necessarily encouraging it, but he's inviting them in. He's not turning them away because of that. Like, he wants them there. And I think that's something that's lacking. Yes. And also not, like, not taking on people as projects. Like, I feel like that's the other thing. It's like, I'm going to invite you in, but I always have this, like, ulterior motive to, Mm. like, change you. Like, that's not good either. Like, you you can disagree or agree or whatever with a person's lifestyle Mm -hmm. but if your only motive for being in that person's life is to change the way they are that's not good either no because that's one that's not your responsibility you don't have control over anybody's life except your own and only to an extent do you have control over your own life yeah but also like you like that's just not good i feel like people pick up on that like people will pick up on the fact that you are being ingenuine and you're only there to change their mind or to like, I just feel like that's not personally. I feel like that's not my job. If you identify that's however, so much pressure to, yeah. However oh you identify, like I feel like my only job is to love you well. And if loving you well looks like supporting you or doing like, or helping you, um navigate what that looks like in your life if you choose to be a part of the church i know plenty of people in the lgbtq community who still identify as christian 
if you're like if you want a soundboard for figuring out what that looks like theologically fine like i just feel like you're not it's not my job to convince you of what is right or what is wrong like you have a personal relationship with god for that yeah that's that's his doing it's exactly like i just i don't know that's way too much like it's it's (laughs) exactly that's a lot of work and it's not fair to the other person no like i'm they're not a pro it's a whole person so i don't know i feel bad for him because i feel like the people are missing the fact that the church has failed in that area and at least wherever he's from whatever church he grew up in like they're missing the the point like that there was hurt there inflicted by the church people who love god and uh, not not to say that those people are supposed to be perfect but you can it's like we were talking about like you can own up to the fact that you hurt this person and you can figure out how to move forward how to amend those wrongs but there's no there's no ownership there there's no ownership of saying we're wrong for teaching you to hate yourself like if if that yeah if if he's saying that you taught me to hate myself it's not your job to be like that's not what i meant like even if that's not what you intended the fact is that he's still hurt yeah so just uh, it makes me sad but very visually pleasing video yeah like i said i have to say it's a work of art and it, I, that is not going unnoticed i definitely think there's a, a bigger message that we're definitely going to be diving into and if we find anything we'll be sure to let you guys know but on to something a little bit different you have tiger woods on here is this oh, about his yeah. accident yeah did you see so apparently they they found the cause of his accident they did but they won't they're not releasing it to the public well, he was under the influence probably but it, why wouldn't they just say that like it'll was, ruin his sponsorship he was under the influence last time last time what was last time he got in an accident before did he really yes i don't really follow him i don't either i don't follow golf like that i just get i get the espn notifications oh okay but anyway, they're not releasing it. No, which yeah, makes it seem like way worse. Worse, like because I can only think of a few reasons why you would get in an accident that wasn't your own fault, like your brakes weren't working, the car malfunctions, another car cut you off, something like that. But if you found the cause of the accident, and you're not releasing why, it just makes me wonder. Like, what is so private that you're not releasing? I'm not even going to say that. (laughs) You had to. All I will say is you had to have been doing something that you probably aren't supposed to be doing while driving. Exactly. Because no other cars were involved, right? It was just his. it was just his car. And it was off of a freeway? Like on. I don't know. But yeah. uh, my assumption he was probably under the influence and he's probably going to be losing either an opportunity or a sponsorship due to that so they're probably waiting yeah. for some deal to close prior to releasing that information it's yeah. a business move he i i imagine he had to probably pay a lot of money though to, to keep, keep that, that under shut. wraps yeah oh my goodness yeah well have you seen the movie i think it's called nightcrawler it's that guy who's like a who who's who gets a camera and he becomes like a reporter. 
Mm-mm. I think it's called Nightcrawler. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Nightcrawler. It has what's his face in it. Um, the cutie. Um, yes, it's called Nightcrawler. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal. J- Gyllenhaal is that how you say his name? I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it was a great movie. Hundred percent recommend. Um, it was made in 2014, but he, like, it pretty much showed like these media people paying like one million dollars for a photo. Same thing with the Britney thing. They paid so much money for a photo or for a story. Like, they are aggressive. So, to put this under wraps, it's got to be something bad. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be something and, bad. Yeah. I'm curious. And I was and I was so happy for him because I was seeing, like, all these, like, pictures of him and his son golfing together. Didn't they say on? he may not golf again or something? Or was that recent, the, the pictures? Son? No, no, no. Him. Oh, Because maybe. didn't he get, like, leg surgery or back surgery or something? I don't know. Honestly, I don't follow him that closely. I was just intrigued by um, the accident. And now they're not releasing why. I love sports. And Tiger Woods, is he's like, I don't don't know another name in golf as big as Tiger Woods. Granted, I don't follow golf like that. Me either. But I don't know that many. There's some big money in golf. I don't think people realize how, because my grandparents are very much into that. And if I, if I come over on, I forget what day it is, some afternoon, they're watching five hours of golf continuously and they love it. It, They love it. But there are some young gentlemen who have like $20 million sponsorships because of golf. And so I always tell them to keep a lookout for me family a golfer i mean yeah golf i feel like golf is it's such a technical sport it is i would love to learn to play golf but i don't know how to play it's so much fun i've played one game in my entire life and it was actually a lot of fun oh my gosh when you go to vegas go to top golf that would be a lot of fun do top golf i think th- the weekdays you get a way better deal on the weekends probably definitely do top golf it's so much fun is there one out here I think the closest one to us, I want to say, I think is Vegas. I don't think there's one out here. I always see people there on like my Instagram. Then there's one in Arizona. There's a bunch in Arizona. I've always wanted to go. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. It looks like so much fun. I I might need to put that on there. I also really want to find some really, I want to find like a barcade. I love barcades. What's a barcade? That's exactly what it sounds like. Like an arcade, but a bar? Yes. What? It is amazing. I When I turned 21 and I went to Portland with my cousin and her girlfriend, uh-huh. amazing. They took me to this place. They took me and my sister to this place in Portland. And it was like a, just a bunch of games, but then there's a bar too. So you have your drink, but you're also playing arcade games. <gasps> we were playing Pac-Man. There is a place off the link in Vegas. You know what the link is? It's nope. where it's where the um, uh, what's it called? Ferris wheel is off the strip. It's called the link, but that that's like the strip of things. There's an Irish bar. I forget the name, but you can play beer pong in there, and I always go. I'll, I'll send. That's a, that's the thing I was gonna put that's on your my list. Thing. Yes. Oh yeah. We we you and me are the team. Yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh, we haven't been to a party in Ale- so long. I, I forgot. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex is the. He taught me how to play my freshman year of college we were inseparable we had like a 14 game streak or something crazy and i think alex is the one who ended up beating us 
Was it? I forget. I don't know who it was. It was Alex and somebody else, though. Yeah, I love beer pong. I freaking love beer pong. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm I'm not as good at it though when I'm intoxicated. I was great at it that one night. Freshman year, I was so good at it. Yeah, because I was never drinking. Yeah, I don't really drink during it. Maybe that's why I'm good. (laughs) I played. I I played recently, and I was like. This is way more difficult than... <laughs> There's more cups than there yeah. actually was originally. There, there, but it's not even... I mean, I have to be really messed up. I have to be listening to music uh, when well, playing. Yeah. It's so fun, though. Kind of going back to Tiger Woods, um, my favorite line, you know the song My Chick Bad? Oh by Ludacris. Oh my gosh, yes. And my favorite line out of the entire song, well, there's two songs, where, she, where he says, all white top, all white belt, all white jeans, body looking, looking like milk. <laughs> That's my first yeah. favorite. And then the second was, she comes out swinging like Tiger Woods' wife. That's when he cheated on her. It was like very relevant at the time. I know the song all the was words out. to that song. She comes but I... out swinging like Tiger Woods' wife. Yeah, she can get a little hasty. I could play it. I know, I know the song. I just you know where that part is. I do, but I just didn't. I don't think I put together that he was saying. I know he says Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods' wife. Come out swinging like Tiger Woods' wife. Absolutely genius of a line, in my opinion. Because he also mentions Venus and Serena. But I don't remember. I don't remember like how that that specific verse goes. Hold on. Yeah, okay, that's where it is. <laughs> I was trying to think of the placement. Because he, he says, he says, uh, like Venus and Serena. And that's what yeah, he says, all white bring, top. Yeah, she always brings the racket. Does he, does, is that always, what he says? Always bring, hold on. Yeah, yeah, that is what he says. He's okay. I feel like Ludacris. I, I you know what's love him. What's crazy is I know all the words to that song, but it's just like when you like say the individual words, I'm like, huh, that is that. <laughs> yeah, Where is that? Yeah, Nicki Minaj's verse in that. Back to Nicki. Iconic. I know the whole thing. But, yes. <laughs> back to nikki like i i'm guys okay if you actually i'll save that for another episode i have a secret hype song it's not secret what it's not really a secret hype song i just feel like in the time frame that we were in crew it probably wouldn't have been like (laughs) appropriate it wouldn't have been appropriate to promote this song then wait what song is that do you listen to Nicki minaj honestly not really but kind of I'll send it to you. Okay. Because it's not on Apple Music. It's like a freestyle she did. Oh, then I definitely haven't heard it. And anytime I'm when I'm when I'm in a like I need to be pumped up, Nikki is the way to go. Yeah, please send it. I will put it in my playlist. It it's so good. Anyway, people. This was fun. Let us know your thoughts. I actually would be very curious to read what you guys think about Lil Nas X. Yeah. And the what's Montero your th- video. And what's your theory on Tiger Woods? Yeah. Theories on Tiger Woods. Mostly Lil Nas X, though. Tiger yes. Woods is... Um, I guess we'll all find out together. Yeah. But I would love to know your thoughts. If you are Christian, I know not all of you are. 
But if you are, give me your theology ideas. I actually enjoy reading things like that. So don't yeah. you don't have to spare my feelings. I would just like to know. What do you yeah. think his um his underlying message message was? How do you feel about the controversy surrounding it? It's a very interesting topic. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like we'll probably circle back to this. Yeah, and I'm curious how Nike goes with that lawsuit. Yes. I love, it sounds so bad, but I actually really enjoy when companies kind of go at it. It's just, it's fascinating to me. Especially fashion. I, I never care. I, because oh, I don't, but I do. I, yes and no. I always am just like, you guys are all rich. Get out of here. <laughs> like, this is what you... I think and it's then more, it's like it's it's like oh they reached a settlement for such and such million i'm like you literally it's fascinating to me irritating that's okay you don't have to corporate america yeah anyway this was fun we're happy you guys joined us i think we're on episode nine this is 10 10? oh my gosh double digits this is 10 yes wow oh my gosh hopefully we well, we're doing great. We're doing great. Yep. This is fun. Well, thank you guys for joining us so much. Make sure you guys follow us on um, Instagram where we post some updates. And then, um, yeah, send us an email. Send us a direct message. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you on the flippity flop. See ya. Bye.